Yo, welcome back to That Guy Show podcast brought to you by Wise Fools Media. I'm William. I'm Matt. That Guy Show is a podcast for man, by man, about man, with man, as man. Amen. Huh. I told you I would do it. Amen. Hey, ma'am. to the show peoples so will how's your lent going it's going good my okay my lent is actually going pretty good i am learning like new things on the regular um like about myself and like good in like like just introspectively looking at me this lent has been very productive i guess i guess that's the best thing i can say well, I mean, you know, talking about that whole like Exodus 90 and the fasting thing, it just made me like want to recommit to what I have done. Yeah. But I haven't done all that great. I did get sick. Uh, so that was a bit of a thing I could offer up. But I gave up Facebook Monday through Friday. Yeah. And how's that going? It's not difficult. But if I could have it for like a dollar for every time I clicked the Facebook icon on my phone and then had to like delete, you know, like get rid of it before it actually loaded. I would have a lot of money. Like well, I click that button all the time. But why don't you just time. delete Facebook from your phone? Mm, but then that just makes it too easy. Like I like the temptation being there because I mean I want to feel the burn. Like I want to click the button and then right before it loads, I want to just exit out. Oh, you know, like feel like just get close to the fire, but not so close that yeah. it burns you, but just close enough to where it toughens you up. Yeah, I feel yeah. I guess yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's how I, that's why I'm doing it. Some people bread and water. Some people sleep on the floor, kneel on rice. Me, I just don't look at Facebook yeah. for like 80% of a week. I mean, that's that's fair. 80% of the week. Um, yeah. I, I gave up Facebook too, but not for Lent. I just stopped using it. So, I'm which, over it. Which is really sad because there's we have definitely a lot of activity on our Facebook page. And so I've tried to post more on the weekends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like post something on our Facebook page because I've kind of neglected it during the week. Um and I haven't been putting our shows up there, which is, I don't know if that's like, affecting you know, the listens, but that's my bad. I didn't really plan this out well. To be honest with you, it's 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 not fully. I think we got more listens when we when we would like promote and boost a yeah. post or something, you know? But but it's just, it's so funny how things show up in Facebook. I know if, if I post something that gets like 50 to like 80 likes, it just automatically jumps up to 200 likes because I know that it's like an algorithm. So the more people like a post, it just starts to appear on everyone's mini feed. And then all of a sudden I have like 200, 300 likes. And I've noticed that like people that you don't see on your newsfeed very often, right. if they have a post that that's trending, all of a sudden it shows up on your thing. And then I'll click on that person. I'm like, dude, where's that person been? And then I'll click on their uh, profile and they post stuff all the time. And I just never see it because it just, I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know what Facebook, I don't know what it's doing, but it just decides who you want to see on your mini feed and who you don't. No, it does. It well, like it's phases also... people out of your life without your consent. <laughs> it just like chooses your friends for you. I don't like it. No, that is, that is true. Um, I, I find myself like, so I gave up Facebook just because I wasn't really using it. And it didn't really like it doesn't fit my lifestyle any any longer, right? Um, all my friends use it, my entire family uses it, my wife still uses it. I kept Facebook Messenger on my phone just for my wife to be able to send me 
funny videos. That's all she uses it for. Like for for us to converse. Yeah. She just sends me funny videos she finds on Facebook. Past that, I don't use it. But I still get not in trouble, but definitely like, hey, did you see that thing I posted on Facebook? I'm like, no. And oh, oh, you're not like following me or something. Which honestly, I, I don't follow anybody on Facebook. I only follow disc golf, my wife, and like two or three close friends. Um, other than that, everybody else has been unfollowed. You know, not for any like I don't like them. I just I don't care to see your daily your daily updates. Daily, daily. You don't want to know what people had for lunch today. No, I don't. I don't care. How do you know what's trending? I go and I go out and look for it. So because I haven't been able to use Facebook, I've been using a lot more Instagram. And now I use Instagram on the regular now. Yeah. And I was like, realized I don't really follow that many people on Instagram. And it was like, there was nothing to look at. So I was like, I need to follow someone like I need to. And so then Instagram asked me, I don't know how I did it, but I accidentally started to follow a hashtag. Did you know you can follow hashtags on yeah. Instagram? Okay. I know maybe I'm behind the times no, and no, I don't know fine. why, but it was like something. That's why I'm so adamant about like hashtagging stuff. Yeah. Apparently. Correctly, right. Especially on Instagram. I don't know if it works on Facebook, but so anyway, so I start following hashtag Nola. Okay. So anybody, time someone's hashtag Nola, but it's not everything on the hashtag Nola. I guess it's only the things that trend well or something. I, I don't know. But hashtag Nola shows up on my mini feed. Yeah. And something Cam Jordan posted. Now, as most people probably know, Cam Jordan is like one of the best Saints players, probably of all time. Yes. And uh, anyway, so he's on the defense. And uh, he's a really, everyone talks so great about him. He's just like a real fun loving guy. You hear lots of really great stories about him. I don't know. But anyway, so I just see this post that he does, and it was really funny. So I clicked on it. I was like, dude, I should follow Cam Jordan. Because, you know, we had that conversation about Mark Ingram, and I started following yeah. Mark Ingram. And so I follow Cam Jordan. And I'm not, I'm not going to lie. This Lent has been the Cam Jordan Lent. Like, he is freaking <laughs> hilarious. Like, I laugh out loud on a regular basis at the stuff that he posts. No, like, I, I think – so. He's so goofy. It's all about branding yourself with a lot of these athletes, which is something that wasn't needed. It didn't need to be done in the past. But now with social media, like your presence online and your likability factor goes a long way, right? Yeah. And I think Cam Jordan does a really, really, really good job. Like he's traveling the world right now, so I'm living vicariously through him. And he went to the Great Wall of China. And so I'm watching this video, and he literally has Mulan playing on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> he's got Mulan soundtrack. On. Yeah, he's got a video of him running up the stairs to like to defeat the Huns, and he runs up and he looks at the camera like he's about to fight, and he goes like running at I don't know if that's his wife or his girlfriend or whatever, and he runs up to her. She's trying to take a selfie, you know, and he's like going up there to like, and she's like, "What are you doing?" Because like, <laughs> that's hilarious. It was really funny. Okay, I think I have it on here. Let me see. Um, oh, you have the video? Oh no. I don't have the video. Let me let me try the video one last time. Do I have the video? There it is. That's loud. That's Cam Jordan running up. Yeah, he's like running up the mountain. The Great Wall of China. <laughs> His old lady don't look like she's into it at all. She's like, she's like baby, move. She's like trying to take she's like, pictures. Grow and up, stuff. will you? That's he's funny. like, dude, we're on the Great Wall of China. What are you gonna do? Of course, play the Mulan soundtrack and video videos of yourself. That's funny. It was it was pretty funny, and then he's got another video where I guess they went to like South Korea, mm -hmm. and he got to ride a tank. 
Like, I don't know if he's driving the tank or they just let him ride on top of a tank. Like, he's with the soldiers. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not sure if you should probably post pictures of you riding on top of a tank. In another country, like another military tank. Right. And yeah. he's got like a, he's got the helmet on and everything. I was like, oh, you're just so much fun. No. So I he's would just, totally. He's having, he's doing what you should do. If you just spend a lot of money, and you should travel the world. Yeah, he was thinking of troops. Yeah, he was thinking of troops. But so he also got. It was amazing to be that close to North Korea border. To our troops, thank you all for all you do. That's right. I mean, that's funny. It was it was pretty funny. So anyway, it's been a it's been a real joy to follow him on the social media, and yeah. so that got me thinking. Will, what other famous people are actually worth following? Because it was funny when I joined Twitter back when Twitter was sort of new. Mm-hmm. Um. I was like, I already, when I got Instagram, but all my friends on Facebook were my friends on Instagram. So like literally I would just see somebody on Facebook that they post and then I would just turn Instagram on and see the exact same people posting the exact same things. I was like, this is stupid. So when I joined Twitter, I was like, I'm not going to follow any of my former, like any friends from Facebook. So I just started following famous people. And right. I was like, yeah. that that way I could keep up with, the you know, music and when yeah. someone came out with a new album. So I just saw it following all my bands and that's what I use Twitter for. Well, then over the years, and I never posted, I never tweeted anything. I would just go in there and look at it. And I like took time off and I started seeing like nothing but Aramaic, like Aramaic, <laughs> like there's just nothing but Aramaic like tweets. And I'm like, I can't, I don't like, I don't understand this. Like why, I guess it's just multilingual and I don't know why these things are on my mini feed. And I just, nothing was in English anymore. And I was like, I That's don't know funny. what I did something wrong on Twitter. I don't know what. And like you and me, we were, t- we were tweeting for a little bit back in the day during VC vapes and all that. And, yeah. but I half my mini feed was not in English and I didn't understand it. And then I realized like I had like, I was following like 3000 people. Right. Oh my goodness. It's but, like someone hacked your account. Yeah. I think I kind of remember. I this. think someone hacked my account, but I was still able to log in and everything. Yeah. But I don't understand like what was the point of the hack just to like randomly follow people? Like I don't know. So I eventually I couldn't unfollow like I tried to unfollow, but I couldn't sit there and unfollow three thousand people. Like that wasn't happening. Right. So I just canceled the whole account and I got out of Twitter because it just creeped me out. And so I've been lacking in the following of fun like famous people. So I figured if there was anyone that knew some fun famous people to follow on social media, it would be Will. Me? Yeah. Okay. I follow. Um, so, uh, so this is kind of a catch-22 because sometimes it's really funny. Sometimes it's just like you went too far. But uh, Ryan Reynolds is fun to follow. So you can follow him. Is he like a comedian or something? You don't know who Ryan Reynolds is? I don't break the fourth wall. Is he an actor? Yeah. Oh, I don't break the fourth wall. Van Wilder? Oh, the movie Van Wilder. Yeah. Okay, I've I've seen it in Just the stores. Friends. I don't think I've ever seen it. Deadpool. I've seen Deadpool. He's Deadpool. Oh, he's the guy who plays Deadpool. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Two that guys, a girl, in a pizza place. No, sorry. That's old school. There, I don't know if a lot of people know that reference. Um, but anyway, I loved that show. Oh, you did you? It was a TV show. Yeah, like way back in the day. Okay. Was, was it also inappropriate? Like. No. No. Okay. It was a sitcom oh. about two guys, a girl, in a pizza place. I figured. Yeah, but he was on it. He was funny. Okay, Ryan Reynolds. Um, but Ryan Reynolds, he's he's fun to follow. I'm gonna pull him up real quick and just to to see if we can. Because honestly, good. when you said that, I just imagined in like an older man with a mustache. Um, I, is he rocking a mustache right now? He might be rocking one. Who's that guy? Is there a guy named Reynolds with a mustache? Bert. Oh yeah, that guy. That's who I was imagining. Uh, he's, he's got that. He's got that five o'clock shadow. Yeah. 
So um, let's see. He, he's he's a big on selling his gin right now. So a lot of his stuff he is has like commercials gin? for himself. Yeah, he's oh. aviation gin. Not a sponsor. Okay. Oh, look at this. Two guys, a girl, and oh my gosh, what the F. Here we go again because he's with Samuel Jackson, I guess. Um, but it's just funny because it's like two guys and a girl, and I was just talking about that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he just referenced his own show. Yeah, like it. That's funny. Way um, back in the day. He's got a picture of him hugging and embracing uh, Josh Brolin at the Coliseum in Rome. Rome? Okay. Yeah, that's where that's at. Um, yeah. Okay. Anybody I else? I don't see anything funny, unfortunately. Oh, you're just like scrolling through your mini feed, hoping like, to come up with something on the spot? Yeah, I was like, gosh, I know I've seen some funny stuff <laughs> that he's done, but I'm not seeing it now. Uh, but yeah, you can follow him. Another one. Am I coming up with all of them? Because I can. I just wanted you to come up with like two or three suggestions. Okay. Chris Pratt. Okay. Do you know who Chris Pratt is? It sounds familiar. <laughs> Did he write a book or something? I don't think he's an author. <laughs> Chris Pratt is uh, Parks and Rec. Okay. I've seen the show. I think his name was Andy in the show. Hmm. He's the guy that had the broken like legs. Because he mm. fell down in the pit. Oh, I did see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He fell in the pit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he was in Jurassic World. Oh, that's I love Jurassic World. Guardians Parks. of the Galaxy. The Lego movie. I like Guardian of the Galaxy. Who was he in Guardian of the Galaxies? Oh, he's the main Star guy? Star-Lord. Oh, he's Star-Lord. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love Star-Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I love Star- I told you, I don't break the fourth wall. No, you don't. I love evidently. it. Yes, that's Chris Pratt. But he's he's legit funny. And he's also a pretty wholesome dude. Okay. What it seems like. Um, His online persona. Yeah. No, I mean, just in general, like in interviews and whatnot. Um, I just rewatched Guardian of the Galaxies 2, and I laughed so hard. It's a funny movie. I know, but I knew it was funny. Yeah. But like to laugh out loud multiple, like my wife was sleeping on the couch next to me, and I would just wake her up because I was laughing so hard. I don't know why I found it so funny. Like yeah. I must have watched it at least twice already. All right. We, you know what? We need to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy on an episode like coming up okay we'll do it um they're, I, they're all dead now like everybody's dead so we need I to know. talk about the whole universe and just see what's going but, on and then well we've got a lot coming up with spider-man the new spider-man movie so a lot of good theories okay. we'll talk about that let's talk about let's that let's talk about it. next episode right yeah um okay one more to follow this one's not like i wouldn't say like he's famous but he is i mean 1.8 million followers on insta um that makes you famous in your own right you're just social media famous yeah i mean 23.5 million followers for Pratt, Pratt, Pratt. Pratt, Pratt. Um, but Trey Kennedy. So it's Trey, the letter N, Kennedy. Is, Ooh, that's who you can follow. A Kennedy. He's Very not nice. a Kennedy. But <laughs> Trey Kennedy's funny. He's Have you seen these like really short videos of like, um, you know, youth pastors trying to be cool? And they're like making fun of youth pastors that are trying to be cool. Yeah, like with this with the tat on the inside of their arm, the graphic T. Yeah, like yeah. little stuff like that. So like he's one of the ones that did. So one guy that definitely did. It. Another guy to follow is John Christ. Um, I think that's how you say his name because I just you know. But they're they're Christian comedians <sighs> and they're they're actually you know funny. Um, that's cool. But they do a lot of these like little videos. My wife loves Trey Kennedy. She can handle John Christ. So you spell so it's Trey. T R E Y T R E Y. Okay, Trey Kennedy. Kennedy. I'm trying to see. I've he always the, wanted to follow a Kennedy online. Yeah, so he he would do the videos of like like girls in fall, and like, or girls with coffee, 
and do all of these like quick little videos. I'm trying to give a good example, but I just can't find it. Well, because you didn't show prep it, so I didn't. So we see, here's one. Oh, what is this called? Oh, this time I earned my door. It's John Legend oh, stubs his toe. This time I earned my toe. So it's just him singing about hurting his toe. Very That's nice. his video. But it, he does like little funny ones. Um, what it's like, or when your mom's like, hey, you got to do this. Or when chores suck, so you want to try and make them fun. So this is Trey Kennedy. Yeah, so he's like doing all these little dance moves while he's like doing chores. Yeah. So, but it gets him these little videos, you know. Sounds so, fun. Anyway, that's a fun. Follow. But he's but he's good good wholesome, like it's clean humor. Yeah. Oh, which is good. Uh, that went on way too long because I. That's fine. No, that's interesting. I'm gonna follow him. I like that. So your suggestions. Stuff that were, I think is interesting to follow might not be what everyone else thinks. Right, because I follow a lot of disc golf. And what? I'm like, this is the best follow in the world right? for me, right. not for you. So I was trying to find stuff that, like, you can kind of, like, it's funny and fun to, to listen, like, to, like to follow and stuff. But, yeah. So speaking of someone that's fun to follow, I don't know if, I don't know, we haven't talked about Joseph yet, but uh, Joseph is a very fun guy to talk to. He's a very interesting character. Yes. And so we have an awesome interview coming up today with Joseph. Uh, actually, Will did it. So you're not going to hear me on it, but he's uh, very interesting. And I was like talking to him because he's got like cool stories and things that are going on. Oh, yeah. And uh, and so he would be a fun follow on social media in my mind. I don't actually follow him on social media. I don't think he's on social media. He's probably not. But that's probably why his life is more interesting because he has more time to actually do interesting things than to look at other people doing interesting things. My boy still rocks a flip phone. And when I say still, I mean, he's too young to be like had a flip phone and then keeps it. I don't even know how he knows about flip phones. Like, where did he learn that they exist? He must have got that off of eBay. Old people still use flip phones. I know, but they've had them for 20 years. Right. But you can still buy flip phones on the store. I don't, I've never seen a flip phone. So it's cheap. He's getting a new one, too, and he's super excited. All right. Tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah. But wasn't the flipping the phone closed like very satisfying? Like when you ended a phone call, you were like, crap. Like you could be angry, could be no matter how you felt, yeah. it was so satisfying to flip that phone close. You know, you had a not a good phone, but you know, like you knew your phone was worked in when you didn't even need to like use a finger or a thumb to flip it open. You could just like whip it like a knife. Oh yeah, you, you know just what I mean? Whip, it's like yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, you, you, what'd it be? All right, peace. Flip wha- close in the pocket. Yeah, yeah. The air nice. flip. I used to have this Motorola phone, right? Flip phone, and it was the kind of like the battery was bulged out of it a little bit. And I don't know, just square black phone. It didn't have a screen. It just had like you know, it did have a little screen where you put numbers. You couldn't yeah, text on it, right? But man, that phone was like indestructible. Yeah, the antenna pulled I, out. I feel like I had that phone because I want to say I even had to tape my battery back on once. Oh, probably. And it and it stayed, worked fine. I know like another year. I I remember taking that phone and like making a joke, and it was my. My parents gave it to me. It was like their old cell phone. They got new phones, you know, which was the same phone. Yeah. Um, but they gave me one. By the time I was a senior in high school, I think, is when I got my first phone, and that's the type of phone it was. But only I could only take it, I, I think. I could only take it to, like, go places. Or maybe it was just my mom's phone. I remember taking the phone and throwing it in the parking lot of Rummel. 
like our high school, right? It was like after like CCR, no, like after youth group one night or something like that. And I was being stupid and obnoxious and funny. And I took this phone and just like launched it. Why? Just to be like, this phone is awesome. Oh, you were trying to show that the phone was indestructible. Like and people, it was indestructible. Like people with otter boxes who just feel the need to throw their phone on the ground to try to make a point. Yeah, yeah. So, so annoying. So, I dude, that. I, I hate go, when people do that. I go in through it, picked it up, made a phone call, and everything was, like, good to go. Like, no issues whatsoever. Oh, okay, there it is, the StarTac. That was the, that name, was of the name of the phone. Um, Dude, this thing was, like, legit. Do you remember this thing? I'm, I'm showing you on my computer. Oh, yeah. That was my cell yeah, phone. I remember right? people had The antenna would that. pop out. It fit in your pocket really good. Do you remember those people that had the walkie-talkie phones? Like, there was a time where you could get a phone that had, like, a legit walkie-talkie thing. Yeah. So you would go, like, beep. Hey, uh, George. Like, you could walkie-talkie another person. I guess it didn't count for your minutes. Yeah. But oh, I don't this. Maybe this is the first flip phone. It says the first flip phone, Motorola StarTech. So I had the first flip phone, son. What? That's legit. But, dude, it was awesome. It says one of the cool things about it is you could flip between, like you could switch between a ringtone and vibrate. It was Whoa. the first time you could do that on a phone. Evidently, they only rang. Well, we were so we we were so in love with the Couldn't flip play phone. Snake on it though. We were so in love with the flip phone as a people. I remember when Sprint came out with a phone, and it literally just had this little plastic piece that was completely unnecessary to the phone, and you could actually turn off the whole flip function, but it was just a plastic piece that came down just to give you the fake feeling oh, you that you had. had that? Yeah, Nick, yeah. So, so you would flip it up, and it would close, but it really, the nothing, it, you could break it off. It wasn't actually part of the phone. It was just a plastic piece to give you the feeling that you actually had a flip phone. It but just you covered, it covered the number it pad. It covered the number pad, which but didn't see, matter because I have like my fingers... Phone. My fingers have some sort of like acidity to them. Um, <laughs> and literally every phone I've ever owned until I got the iPhone, all of the numbers came off my phone. All of them. In a very short amount of right. time. And within a few years, there was no numbers left. But that phone was, um, it might have even been, no, it wasn't Nextel. Because Nextel was like the rugged stuff. Um, now that, I want to say Nextel was the walkie-talkie phones. Yeah, that's what those were. Um, but that, that phone was... Um, you could do stuff on it. Like, you could record audio on that phone. Oh, yeah. Because um, I remember this one guy from high school recorded Father Kyle Sanders' laugh and made it his ringtone. Nice. And I thought that was, like, the most craziest thing I've ever heard of in my life, that you could. Right. That was, like, back in the day when you could set all the crazy sounds for Windows. You know what I mean? Like, every time yeah. someone sent you, like, an AOL email, you could get, like, all these funny, like, uh, movie quotes and stuff. Yeah. And people would just like put that all over their computer. It was so annoying. I'm trying to find, I can't find a good example, but it was kind of like, you know, like that's what you're talking about. That, like, it's exactly. just a piece of plastic that flipped over that numbers, right? Yep. So, but that was still satisfying to me. Like yeah. I could flip it closed. Like, and now you just don't have that. You just sort of like double yeah. tap your AirPods. That's it. So that, know? oh, that's so, this is bringing me back to that Motorola, you know? Gosh, look at that thing. Damn. So, yeah, I couldn't remember texting on it or anything like that. Um, but what I could do, is and I used to do this with my lighters when I carried Zippo. Oh yeah, and I same used to, thing. And yeah, I was yeah. that guy that carried the Zippo with the leather pouch on his belt. Oh, of course you did. Because I was yeah. in construction, so yeah. it's just quick and easy to have it. But I could flip that bad boy out, down on the leg, and back up to light. Right. right? Yeah, so it's like, cool, like that cigarette up. But I used to be able to do that with my phone. Yeah. Yo, what's up, mom? I'll be home in about ten minutes. Flap <laughs> it I don't know what that noise was. 
that was an accident. <coughs> um, That's if you had cottage cheese in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. Um, anyway, let's go ahead and hit up this interview because it's way more interesting than us reminiscing about our smartphones. So Joseph is a seminarian for the Archdiocese of New Orleans, and... He was supposed to do this retreat with us, and we're going to get into it a little bit, but uh, he was supposed to do this retreat with us in November. Um, he went and did Iron Man, called me up. was like, dude, I'm in the hospital, but I'm still going to come. And I was like, dude, you're in the hospital in another state. Why don't you just take care of yourself? And this is the story behind his Iron Man competition and why he wasn't on our retreat. He should make a song about this. I feel like this is one of his rap songs. He should like rap about this experience. I, I, think, I think he might. Okay, so cool. Let's hit it up. Let's do it. Cigarettes in your Fendi coat Even though you don't even smoke Always changing your access codes Yeah, I can tell you no one knew Thanks for joining us, man What's up, Will? I'm nice. sitting here with Joseph Rivera Pleasure to be on the show Yeah for sure. Joseph is a good friend A seminarian An old youth group kid, if you will Will could practically be my grandfather. And he rocks. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. huh? Awesome. Um, dude, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, man. You know, it's a beautiful day outside. Um, we were in class today, and we're learning about some dude named Soren Kierkegaard. And uh, old boy's main thing was people in humanity decide to neglect their humanity, hmm. thus allowing them to get through their life. That's interesting. But I don't want to do that. No. That's what he said. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Dude, I you went through this crazy event in November. Right. Do you remember this event? November 4th, 2018. The year of our Lord. A.D. All right. What did you do? Well, man, <laughs> I... Uh, I just want to let it out there. You thirsty? You oh thirsty? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. thirsty. Yeah, okay. go ahead. Get yourself pop over. Oh wow, we got this uh, polar bear salsa water over here. It's like they drink in Europe, I think. Oh yeah, I don't I know don't what they know. drink. Oh yeah, that's good. But uh, yeah, man. So I take my car and I drive twelve hours east of New Orleans. I'm in Orlando, Florida, and I do the 2018 Florida Ironman. <sighs> Yeah, one hundred forty point six miles. That's nuts. I can't imagine, dude. Because as a fat kid right here, I remember you starting to talk about wanting to do it, and then working out and starting to train. And every now, I would see you just every now and then. It wasn't for sure like yeah. on a daily basis or a weekly basis or even a monthly basis. But you were telling me you were training, and then we had our big retreat for our church and our youth group. Right. It was uh, beginning of November. You were going to speak at it. Beginning, yeah. And you're like, yeah, dude, I'll be there. I'll dude, be there. I wanted to be there. I was so like, bad. <laughs> I wanted to freaking be there. Well, I get an email or yeah. a text message pretty much just saying, hey, I'm going to be there, but I'm in the hospital right now. And yeah, I was like, all right, man. why are you in the hospital? Where are you yeah. at? Can we come visit you? Can we get you anything? You're like, I'm, I'm in Florida, wherever you were, <laughs> right. you know? Yeah. And I was like, okay. And in my head, I'm like, all right, well, he's not coming on retreat. He goes, but I'm going to be there. I'm going to come. And I was like, how about you take care of you first, 
And if you can be there, you can be there. If not, well, we'll, you see, we'll I'll, make do. I was going to be able to take care of me by by telling the doctor, yeah, like <laughs> I'm, I'm out, right? But yeah, so so you you talked me out of not doing that, but uh, but you this is what you I told was going to discharge myself, you yeah, know, from the hospital. But this is what you told me, right? It's like, hey, man, listen. I did this Iron Man thing, and I was like, oh, I didn't even know you were, like, doing it, like, then. Like, that's crazy. That's insane. Maybe you can talk about it, and you're talking. You're like, yeah, well, you know, here's the thing. Like, on the way back, like, I wasn't feeling too good. I went to the hospital. Oh, dehydration. Maybe he's just tired and stuff like that. My boy tells me that his heart's leaking. Yeah, well. You, you it, told me something like that. Yeah, something was leaking. Troponin. W- what is that? It's a biological fluid, um, something like that. So Out of your heart? Out of your heart, right? And so you were like, leaking. Your heart was my leaking, heart was dude. leaking, and you're yeah. like, "Hey, I'm gonna be there." And I was like, "No, your heart's leaking." Well, that's the thing, man. I couldn't see my heart leaking, right? So like, if you can't see something, you're like, "All right, I'm Gucci. Like, let's go." This is like a metaphor for some emo you stuff know? that's happening right now. Yeah, <laughs> your heart's leaking, but you don't see it. You're right. right. You don't see it. Right. That's crazy. So you didn't make it to retreat. No. We were praying for you, though. I heard it was great, though. It was good. It was a good yeah. time. But I want to hear about this journey, mm-hmm. the journey to Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Like, what what makes you decide? Like, you're a seminarian. You're stuck in class all day. Dude. You're stuck in prayer all the time. Yes. And I don't mean stuck yes. in a bad way, but you know what I mean. Like, it's, you are you're just stuck you're, sometimes. You're kind of you, you're scheduled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like you an know? overglued envelope. <laughs> some, you know, <laughs> it's been licked a lot. Right, <laughs> right. So, and you're like, I'm gonna do Iron Man. Yeah, and it, not only are you doing Iron Man, it's not in the middle of summer when you're off of school or you have a break. It's in no beginning of November. You probably got finals coming up, dude. I did. You know yeah. what? What makes you want to do Iron Man? Well, man, because that's had, impressive, by the way. Hey, thank you, thank you, much respect. Look, I I didn't even know, you know, what it was before I got into it. Mm-hmm. But I'll be I'll be very frank. Like somebody was like, "Hey, man, like there's this Iron Man that I'm doing," and. uh well, actually, not me. It's my buddy, and you know, one day I'll be able to do that Iron Man. Yeah. And I heard my buddy say that about some other buddy that he had. And I was like, "What? What? What the heck is is an Iron Man? It's, you yeah. know, it sounds super like cool, but kind of you know overhyped. What, what is yeah. that? It's like at Comic Con or yeah, something. Yeah, right at Comic Con. And so I look it up, and um, I'm like, "Holy cow! This thing is intense as heck, and I want to do it." And that, so that's literally how that's, that happened. So I don't, I don't swim, run, or bike on the reg, but uh, <laughs> you, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm you I'm did do then, it. yeah. That's funny. Have Have you ever done anything that physical before? I mean, you played football in high school, right? I played football, yeah. But you know, man, like I tell you what, the day of that event, you know, it took me 15 hours. At the end of that, I've never done anything like that in my entire life. Wow. Mm-hmm. Did you pee on yourself? I didn't. I didn't. Because wow, I Thank heard people God. do that. No, I heard people pee. They and do. Themselves. They do, man. You Vomit know? in the middle of running, just keep going. I don't know how that's endurance. Yeah, yeah. Because I have to pull off and go behind a tree. You think you'd have to do that? That'd be very uncomfortable. I don't know. Well, I mean, especially the chafe like, has to be real. Well, like the trees that you'd pull over uh, are in like people's front lawns because they're like kids and every everything everywhere. Oh, so that'd be that'd be really bad. Yeah. Maybe you have to go inside, but then you get disqualified. Really? Yeah. So so it's just better just to pee your pants in front of the little kids while running. Well, in a sense, you're so sweaty. I mean, nobody knows the difference. No one knows it. They no just one. smell and it. No, nobody can smell anyways. You know, you're like, you're yeah. that exhausted. You know? <laughs> just got that much snot just coming out your nose from sure. running. All 
All right, so how did it start? You started off running? All right, man. Well, I guess to start it off, right, I I originally thought it was in Panama City. That's when I signed up. So that was a training I did, right? Oh, okay. was like on flat Louisiana ground. Oh. Well, they're like, yo, Panama just decides to come up with some, and I don't, I don't want to make fun. They're like, look, we got a hurricane, <laughs> right? And so we moving it to Orlando. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you've ever been in Disney World, but yeah. like, dude, it's freaking huge. Yeah. It's, you, they have their zip code. Right. But it's a lot of hills. And um, so I get in my car. I remember I called my mom the morning of. I made a CD for the road, you know, because this, this flip phone right here don't really play any music. That's right. Uh, made a CD for the roads. So I was jamming and get there 12 hours flat. And um, you just, I pull up into to Orlando City and you just see all of these people in traffic pretty much. You can't go anywhere. There's right. thousands of people, like Gatorade tents sponsored everywhere. Yeah. And quite frankly, I mean, I kind of feel like a bum because I wasn't there with anybody. And, uh, I, you know, I had on this, like, large plaid shirt because I was feeling the car right up there. You know what I mean? Some yeah. air coming through the car. And um, that's like 11-hour drive. Dude, it was an 11-hour drive. And I made it in one day. One day. Nice. Stopped twice. But, so, like, so you... You said you were by yourself. You didn't bring any friends. No one to come cheer you on. Nah, dude. So that's the you're thing. You're in the seminary, so there's no honeys. No, right? There, none of that. And uh, you know, and I mean, except honey from the rock of of Mount Zion. I right. guess that's a biblical. <laughs> I was reading that in Psalms today, but uh, yeah, that, I don't know. It wasn't that funny? But thanks for laughing. And, uh, <laughs> no, it, it was. You know, it was good. We're uh, we're easy here on the show. Sure. And um, yeah, man. You know, I I told my mom. I was like, you know, ma. I'm kind of going up to Florida, whether you like it or not, and uh, mm -hmm. that'd be cool if if you could be there with me, right? Because everybody else, I mean, they have class, people got stuff to do. Yeah. You can't just leave for three days, right? Yeah. And uh, she's like, "Oh well, you know, we'll see, and uh, maybe, maybe not." And I was like, "All right, cool, love you too, mom." You know. <laughs> and um, so she winds up flying up, and I go and pick her up from the airport. And, wow. Uh, yeah, she's there with me. That's awesome. You know. That's awesome. All right, so. Now your brother didn't do this. My brother didn't do it. No. So you got you got bragging rights for Thanksgivings to come. You know, forever. I think. Yeah. Everything. He's not gonna do it. On out. No, he's not. No, he's not gonna do it. Yeah. So you you got it over him. Sure. Because you know he's younger, right? He's younger, but he's he's like forty pounds bigger though. That's kind of scary sometimes. You know, like sometimes but not fat like, kid. Not like bigger. fat kid. Like. Like, like all right, working out bigger. You, you better watch for your life if like you coming at him with a right hook, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that's what uh, I'm saying. So, but you can be like, but you've never done an Iron Man. Well, that's true. Yeah, you know he, what I mean? Right. Drop right. the mic and walk away. Yeah. Every time. But he'd be the kind of like pick it up and like you know. Yeah. Right. Bring it back. Tell me with some force. You <laughs> yeah. Know? So that'd be scary. If, but <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He might catch it before it drops the ground. The microphone. Right. Sure. Okay. Um. All right. So the race starts. Because I've, I've been in races, and when I say I've been in races, I have walked to the Crescent City Connection okay. race, whatever All right. it is. 26 miles, there you go. Yeah, that's how long it was? Yeah, dude. Yeah, that was a good walk. And I smoked at the time, and I smoked the whole the whole race. <laughs> that's a hell of a sight, I guess. It was, it was. To be goofy, I would run. Sure. And smoke, to be funny. So what do you think about the hurt. people next to you? Were, were they, were they like... Second hand in it the whole time? Like, I'm going to promise you this. The you ones were doing that were, all the work? The ones that were by me... Sure. We're not there to race. I was not 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 ahead of the pack. Yeah. Needless so, to say, right. I was in the back. Okay. So we walked. You know, sure. It was a good time. It was fun. It was really hot. 
really warm. But that's it. I think that's the only race I've done. I think that's hilarious, though. Besides a fun run at the school fair when I was a kid. Right. And even then, that was one mile, and I was like, oh my gosh, I got a quarter of the way there, and I was like, are we done yet? Yeah. And you're doing freaking Iron Man. Yeah, but who smokes when they run, man? I think to me that's more novel than me coming on this show right now. I was just trying know? to be funny. Well, I'm, I it didn't feel good. I'm, I was hurting. Really? Yeah. But okay. That jambalaya at the end of that race. It's worth spot. it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hashtag fat kid. I'm not joking. I, but I made it through. I didn't know it was 26 miles. I feel impressed now. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. How long was? How many miles was Iron Man? 140.6. Shut up, dude. All right. Come on, man. Sorry. That's like six times as far as I went in my race while smoking. I guess while smoking, that's like 100 miles. Damn. So, hey. Hey, that's, yeah, I guess that's statistically proven. Like, Yeah, know. I don't smoke anymore. I quit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, nice. that's bad for you. Especially when you try and run like a dumbass. Sure. Um, that's what they say. Race starts. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing you do? You run, bike, or swim? So, the first thing, man. Can you pick? Is, uh, no, no, you don't pick. You don't pick. So, I guess... You know, you, you want to jump to the race. Dude, look, I'm all about the race. Yeah. Dude, like, the day before, though, right, I get there. Yeah, start 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 at the beginning. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get there, and, and my ticket, homeboy hooked me up because him and his family got tickets to Disney World, right? So I get to Disney World. I bring my novel. At the time, I had A Tale of Two Cities by Charles Dickens. Mm-hmm. I bring my novel with me into Disney World. Had a park hopper. That's like 200 bucks. Easy. Nice. Park hopping. Free. Right? And I'm in Disney World, and this is the calm before the storm, right? And, man, I find this this picturesque little porch, and I sit my tush on this nice white cushioned chair overlooking <laughs> Magic Kingdom reading Charles Dickens. And it was the nicest thing in the world. You're the only person I have ever met in my life that went to Disney World, sat on his ass, and read a book. Dude. I tell you what, Before I didn't ride a hundred forty mile dude, race. I didn't ride a single ride, you know, because I was like, all right, two, three hours. I'm not. No, I'm no, not no. Doing it. no. You, you may have been pooped for the race, you know. You may have gotten too tired. Too. Exactly. Waiting in line all the time. Sure. You might have done it right. You probably saved more money sitting on your butt. You didn't go have to buy food. You didn't have to go get enticed by souvenirs. Exactly. You know? But the thing is, I, I did. I bought those little Mickey Mouse. You know, you see all the kids running around with them. You, you gotta got get to. the. Did ears. you run with them? I didn't run with the ears. <laughs> See, I'd have ran with the ears. Yeah. Everybody at Iron Man would have hit me upside the head being like, take this seriously. You got a, you got 147 sure. more miles to go. Yeah. I'd be like, no, dude, I'm I'm getting DQ'd at the first house, so I got to go to the bathroom. Yeah, so, right, bathroom again, there it is. And, you know, so I, I, I'm, I'm on Disney World, and then I, I go to bed, right, and I wake up, 4 o'clock, dude before, he's like, hey, man, you ever run Iron Man before? I'm like, uh, no. He's like, you ever, you ever, like, Run like a five k, like no. He's like, you ever run a marathon? I was like, well, that's more than five k, so no. Yeah. Uh, he's like, so you train with anybody? It's like, well, you know, I wake up sometimes. No, I do couch the five k on my phone. You know? Well, not on your flip phone. You don't even know what that is. Yeah, no, I don't know what that is. And you know, and uh, he's like, well, well, do you have anybody here? I was like, well, my mom might fly in if God will, if she makes it. You know. Yeah. And so it's, this dude was looking at me sideways, but what he didn't realize was that, you know. You got gone on side, dude. You yeah. run Iron Man any day of the week, flat Absolutely, out. That dude. may not be true all the time. Sometimes I but. don't. I don't think so. God, I think God's on my side, but I guarantee to you, He ain't gonna just let me run an Iron Man. Well, I think you'd be surprised too, you know. But man, four o'clock in the morning comes around, and uh, I wake up, dude. Get out the bed, all Michael Myers style, 
and it's game day. Yeah. You know, it's game day. This, and is, it, this is what it reminds me of real quick. Okay, let's Okay, this is what it reminds yeah. me of. For me and the Lord, out. we've got an understanding. We're on a mission from God. And this is the music I hear. Dang. And you're telling me this story to go up to start your race. That's, that's what I'm hearing, right? Yeah. Me and the Lord, we got an understanding. Wow. We're on a mission. I think I just found my new theme With song. God. Right. Do, 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 yeah. do, 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 Sounds like the BDs. Yeah. Okay. It's not. But no? Ahead. Okay. You know, <laughs> when I wake up and uh, it's 4 o'clock in the morning, where do you get breakfast at 4 o'clock in the morning? Right. The McDonald's. Mickey D's always got breakfast. I know you were supposed you, you, to be talking about the race. You carbon up? No, 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 no. Man, I'm car. So I, I couldn't carb up or else I was going to, you know, either you know, Have throw up or use the bathroom, right? Yeah, I'm with you. So I get some oatmeal and some orange juice with my mother. And I tell you what, that was the best thing I had. Wait, they do oatmeal at day. McDonald's? They do oatmeal at freaking McDonald's. Must be that Orlando McDonald's. Dude, that Orlando McDonald's. I had two servings of oatmeal in one cup, and I was surprised because <laughs> it was better than my mom's made it my entire life. <sighs> yes. You know? And uh so and so this is the picture, right? Yeah. My mom's driving my car. Which is weird for me because I always drive my car, but my yeah, mom was yeah. driving just because I had to focus. I just, just wanted to be chill. Mom started talking. I was like, Mom, don't talk. Quiet. You know? <laughs> and uh, gotta focus. You got to focus, man. And so the first thing in the morning is to swim, right? So I get there and imagine on this beachfront, man, like 100, 100, 1,500 people. Right on a beachfront, in in wetsuits. If you don't know what a wetsuit is, it's like a black Venom Spider-Man suit when he was bad. Yeah. Right when Tobey Maguire was bad in like the coolest Spider-Man series ever. Yeah. Right, like it's just this super form-fitted suit that everybody's wearing. So like, imagine fifteen hundred people, six o'clock in the morning on a beach. Right, the sun's kind of coming up, and you have this huge Iron Man symbol. Right, with the American flag in the background. So it's like real. Dude, it's like it's, legit. It's real. It's real. You have the American flag in the background. Like, you know what, fellas? We're going to sing the national anthem. Like, oh, yeah, America. Here we go. <laughs> and, dude, we finish that anthem. Hands come off the hearts. And that flare gun goes off. And, boy, dude, that, that was it. So like, that's that's the trigger, dude, right? The flare that's gun? That's it. The flare gun goes off. Okay. Dude, everything. Everything moving, right? Like, every emotion Eight months, man, of training for this day. So what are you wearing? And it's here. So, dude, I'm wearing this skin-tight wetsuit, yeah. and I'm about to swim 2.4 miles in this, this freaking lake that's freezing. So you start in water. You start by the water. Smart. But this is the thing. So since I was with the 18- or 25-year-olds, given I was only 21, they had the pros, man, who start in the front. Yeah. Right? They give them and so their, their there space. were five Olympians who raced this race. <sighs> So I can say that I raced with five Olympians. Did you beat any and, of them? And oh, dude, no, these cats were on another level. Man. Okay, I was completely just another level. And uh, so they they're in the first seat. They get in the water first, and these cats are like, "How how fast have you ever ran in your life?" Me? Yeah. Just, Shoot, I don't know. Okay, I, I can't. I'm a, well, seven I'm, miles an hour. Imagine how fast you've run, and just know that they were swimming like three times as fast. Oh as yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it was ridiculous. And um, so get in the water. 
And man, there are people like coming kind of on top of you. They're like swimming over you. Got kicked in the face a couple times. Thought I was going to lose an eye at one point, right? Like my goggles came off. Like I had to put it back on. And dude, like you start to, you, you feel like a baby who's kind of coming into the world. I don't know what it means to be a baby, but like you, you don't know your senses, right? Uh, imagine like Frankenstein, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, when he's just like born. Yeah. Right. And it says in the book that he doesn't know like where, you know, he's figuring out sounds and movement and like eyesight and everything. Right. So for the first time. For the first time. And when you get in the water and it's that hyped with that many people and the water is murky and the sun's coming up on the horizon and the glare through the goggles, it's. It's very strange. It's like, like it's like a messy, breathtaking beauty. Yes, yes, and you're learning what it means to to swim for the first time. Yeah. in this environment, and brother, I tell you what, man. At first, I was like, "Holy cow, holy cow, it's crazy," but then once it started going, it felt like a boat. Felt like a freaking boat. You're cruising, huh? I was cruising. I was on cruise control. People came at me with the feet and all, you know, and then you want to fight them, but you're like, yeah, you're in water. You can't fight anybody. Or no. Else both drowning. No. And, uh, but I mean, that was fine, dude. And, and dude, you just, you go. And you know, that swim was the most liberating feeling I've had. Was that what you were life. most nervous about? Yes. Because that's where I was going. Because yes. it feels like a lot of times once you, once you jump in, no pun intended, but once you jump in the water. Yeah. Once you get your feet wet with something you're dreading. Yeah. I, I feel like it's not always as bad as you think it's going to be, you know? No. And, and you, you get you get this, like, mad, crazy strength from it, right? But this is, this is where the horrifying aspect of the entire Iron Man came. Okay. Was an hour into it. Into and the I, swim or? Into the swim. Okay. And whoever the heck is listening. I just can't imagine how long it took you to do this race, but an hour swimming dude, is enough. Dude, whoever is listening to this, I mean horrifying, Right. So the Timex clock that they have, legit Iron Man people, got this yeah. huge clock, right? Well, it started when the pros were seated in the water. And you have to make two laps around. 1.2, come across the time lap on the sand because you got a chip on your ankle, left ankle. Uh -huh. I don't know, you know? And um, takes keeps track of your time. Yeah, tracking you and stuff, yeah. Well, man, I'm chilling. I'm swimming at a fast pace. I think I'm doing all right. Well, man, I cross... I get out the water on that first lap and I cross the threshold and I look at that Timex clock. Now, granted, you have two hours and 20 minutes to finish that swim. And I look at that Timex clock and that clock reads an hour and 20 minutes. Wait, so there and back. So it's to finish the it, right? one lap, you have to do two laps in two hours and 20 minutes. I did one lap and that Timex clock read an hour and 20 minutes and at that point i had a freaking existential crisis like existence what crisis. happens if you don't finish like it's I, dq it, dq automatically from the beginning in my head at that moment eight months of training waking up at 5 a.m going to the ymca having these people think i'm crazy for swimming that long yeah like eight months of training about to go out the entire window right and i just Complete. I, I don't know how to describe it. And it's but not I, like you can just go right home. You no. have an 11-hour drive home. Yeah, and dude, I didn't want to exist. It was weird. But I was like mm. either, you know, so I was like I wanted to cry and mm. just run and do everything in one moment. Somebody yeah. was like, oh, you want water? I was like, no, I don't know what I said, right? Yeah. And <laughs> and so I'm like, you know what, man? Either I'm going to die trying with this thing 
or like they're gonna have to get me out the water because like, right. I gotta freaking go. And so I get back in the water, and dude, I backstroke it, and I am booking it, absolutely booking it as fast as I can, dude. I'm losing all of my energy, but it didn't matter because I was like, you know what? It's 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 pointless anyways, right? Yeah. So I was I was going, and man, I was passing up all of the people that were there with me, right? That were beginning with me, dude, passing them all up like nothing, and. Uh, Cause you, did you yeah. get back into that cruise, dude? I, no, no, no cruise, dude. This was this was like hauling ass time. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, this is I, I don't know the cool analogy to give it, but if we were in a car Speedy and that car Gonzales. went 120 miles, dude, we were going 180 at that yeah. point, right? We were just killing. You it. hit the nitrous, dude. I was hitting the nitrous, like yeah. Yep. And man, halfway through the lap of that race, I realized. <laughs> that, that you left your phone at home. You left the oven on. That's what I'd be thinking. <laughs> Something random would just get in my head and just distract me. I would just fall apart. That's me. Okay. I get under that pressure. Well, anyways, go. Uh, I think that was a complete aside. But uh, <laughs> any dude, dude, halfway through the lap, I realized that Timex clock that's running began when the freaking pros got in the water. Not when I, the 18-year-old, the last group, was seated, right? So my swim time was like an hour and 30 minutes. Like, the second lap, I did it in 30 minutes. Yeah. You know? And I had two hours to do it. Uh, Two hours and 20 minutes. So when I realized that halfway through the race, I was like, you know what? If I would have walked out of there thinking that I was disqualified— it, that would have been even it worse. It would have been like Judas betraying G. I mean, not that serious, but it would have been something close, man. Yeah. You know? It would have been your Judas betraying you. Oh, my you. gosh. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And so, you know what? When I realized that, I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, let's go. You know? Head back in the game. Man, and I get there, and I'm like, did I make it? Did I make it? They're like, yeah, dude, you're fine. Like, what are you, what are you worrying about? You I was like, don't have, worry about that, You still have an hour man. and a half. You know? Yeah, got, you're right. So, you get out the water, and... They're like, all right, like throw out your arms and like throw out my arms. And these people, these these volunteers are trained. It's the strangest thing in the world, but they just they're like little minions at Charlie's like chocolate factory, <laughs> yeah. and they know what to do. <laughs> little oompa loompas, oompa loompas, man. And they were yeah, kind of small too. Now that you mention it, and uh, you never <laughs> you, know. You were just swollen from from uh, I don't know. The muscles were sure the salt, just the running. salt everywhere, yep. right? And so they like strip me down from a wetsuit and they're like, ah, oh, like, you know, you run, like you get on your bike stuff, you get on your cleats and stuff and somebody throws you your bike. So wait, here's my question. Like, so how do they know when you, like, where do you, like, they gotta have so much shit everywhere dude, of people's stuff. Dude, Iron Man has it down pat. Wow. Okay. You talking about like, you know, uh, organization, these people know what organization So did you is. have to go and drop your stuff off or did they bring I your did. stuff so to So the them? day before I drop off all my stuff, my bike, check everything in, and these volunteers, as soon as I got out the water, bike, bag of clothes, cleats, boom, immediately. Another question. The bike. I mean, you had to go get yourself a bike that could withstand the race, right? I mean, you didn't just didn't show up in a huffy. No, I didn't have a Huffy, but I had something close to it. You had an Iron Man bike. I had. I, it's called a road bike. It's called a road bike, uh-huh. right? So it's not your. It's not your average bike with right, like, right. yeah, little tires. So let me explain this. I didn't have a bike before I actually, you know, paid Started the fine yeah. for the for the race. I was like, you know what, God, you gonna help me figure this out? Yeah, I don't need to worry about a bike. But then I realized you got trained with the bike, right? You have to, and you better train with the and bike that you're going to use. One of those bikes. Right, mine, which isn't top of the line, you talking easy, you know, and this 
I don't really know how that was. You, you talking an easy thirteen hundred dollars? That's the bike you had for a cheap bike. That's the bike to you do had? that race, and that's how much my bike was. Damn. But let me explain, man. Now my like, neighbor you know across the street, my last house was a huge like cyclist. Oh, okay. So his bike that he got, his last one's yeah. like four or five thousand exactly. dollars. Four or five thousand. So no, I understand exactly. The so thirteen hundred dollars so price. So my range. comparison. It I sounds have. crazy in general when you yeah. think about a hundred fifty dollar Huffy from Academy. But right? I had I had I had the equivalent right. of a of a super cool Huffy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And this you, is you the had thing, the mongoose. Man. Yeah, I had the mongoose. <laughs> it was uh, better than the huffy, you know. Dude, I can't stand mongoose. Maybe like next. Yeah, yeah, next, yeah, yeah, you know? right? I had yeah, the yeah. Next. And uh, so yeah, man, I didn't have a bike, and I wanted to do one of them nice Columbus and put it out there. I was like, hey, I need to find a bike, and I'm kind of desperate. I need someone to help me out. And so this dude named Joe Calloway gets in touch with me. He's like, hey, kid, I got a bike for you. Sounds like a cool guy. Yeah, Joe Calloway, dude, super cool. And uh, so I go to him, and he gives me that bike, man. And I was like, all right, dude, like, look, I got like six, seven hundred bucks. Like, come on. He's like, nah, man, just do your thing. You wow. Have it. I was like, damn, all right. Guy's got my back. Again, dude, I'm telling you. I'm telling God. you, man, on a mission from God. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, so you, I, I get on the bike, you cleat in, right? And, and you're talking like in the middle of a town. Right, so they got thousands of people, like people's backyards and front lawns, people like grilling burgers and everything, because yeah. it's going through Orlando, Florida. Right, so you have thousands of people on their lawn, like cheering you on, doing different things, wow. and it's a crazy scene, man. Because I felt like an athlete for the first time in my life. You and know? you were a student athlete. Yeah, man, but but this was something. When huge. did you graduate high school? 2015 what four years ago so so you were part of the national championship back-to-back team right well i came on the team after but yeah i was there at school but you were elite yeah yeah, on an elite football team for sure jay roth yeah yeah that's right Rumble high school rated pride but what oh dang are did you where high school did you go 2003 2003 yeah Archbishop Rummel. Archbishop Rummel? Yeah, I'm a Rummel boy. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. I knew that. I just wanted to get I played eighth grade football. Okay. Yeah. Right. Dude, I feel like you've been a scary football player. Coach told me I had sand in my no-nos, but he didn't use the word no-nos. Ah. Uh, so I, I I didn't. I Evidently, I didn't. I couldn't take it. That's demoralizing. Well, he was probably right. I was probably pansying it up a little bit. Yeah. But I'd I get mean, hit and lay on the ground. He'd be like, Bennett, get up. Get that sand out of your sure, area. Sure. You could say that back then, I guess. Uh-huh. I never went home and told my mom and dad. If I told my dad, my he'd probably been like, "Well, did you get it out? Yeah. <laughs> did yeah. you did you go back up and play?" No, nah, I, I feel like I feel like yeah, that coach, whatever. I don't know. People, they exist. See, we um, didn't we didn't take it as demoralizing. Though. Yeah, maybe it's a generational thing. Yeah, but even I, that close you know, to us because we're not that far apart in age. Sure, we are, but we're not. No. How old are you? Twenty-two. Just turned twenty-two. All right, good. That, that's a, that's an eleven-year yeah. difference, dude. T Swift. Thirty. Listening to that song, dude. Twenty-two, dude. That was that no was crazy. That's legit. a little bit, little that bit. That was crazy a legit. Wee dude. bit after my time, dude. I'm just saying so. that times are different from well, when T-Swift I was in high was school. Born in 1989, as so her album says. Yes. So what were you? 1985. Five. Yeah. So well, those are four years older than T that's right, but but when I was listening to music compared to what she was writing, yeah. it was nowhere near the same thing. Imagine when she came out, right? Dude, when she came to New Orleans, she broke the record held by Beyonce at the Superdome for having the most fans in the darn stadium. That's 
Sick. Good for her. That's sick. Man. I've never been and I never will be at Dude. a T Swift concert as far as I know. Yeah, maybe one day. It's on my bucket list. One day, man. It's on your bucket yeah. list? Yeah, I'll do for sure. For sure. That's, but anyways. Can um, we get back to the Iron Man sure. talk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is that guy show. Right. All right. I'm just joking, but seriously. Yeah, okay. T Swift. Dude, she's legit. But anyways. Uh yeah, so where were we? I don't know. I freaking I think you need to get the sand out of yours now. Oh, right. Okay, that's true. Hold on, wait. I'll be right back. Okay, yeah. Okay. All right, so so we're on. Yeah. You're out the water. Sure. You're on your bike. Dude, These I'm people the are bike. doing, they're like magic. Yeah. These Oompa Loompas come up, <laughs> and they throw your clothes on, right? They they strip you of your wetsuit, throw on your cleats. Yeah, dude. No, I, I dress myself, actually. $1,300 bike. Uh-huh, $1,300. Get on it. Yep. I tell you what, Were man. you embarrassed by your equipment? So, so that's the thing, right? That's another thing. That so, so plays these with my cats, head. dude. These cats were like rocking super nice gear. Yeah, right. Expensive gear, probably sponsored. Dude, for you know what I was wearing? You know what I was wearing? I was wearing a cut Blessed Mother T-shirt <laughs> hanging in the wind with some like you know Nike shorts on, bro. You know, and and so I think people legit thought I was some like bum there. You yeah, know, I really do. I was kind of dressed like, but you do what you can, you know, and. Uh, so anyways, it was interesting, man, because like at certain points, you know, when you're crossing people and you're like, you know, kind of like cycling really fast, yeah. and like you get your toes into it and your feet and everything, like you're just going, you know, like you look back at people and you got to be courteous, be like, all right, passing left lane, right? So wait, wait, but wait, like, before you go further, so you, yeah. you did the water, how many miles was that? From, from, oh yeah, 2.4. So 2.4 miles, that, 2. that was 4. it for swimming? Yeah, dog, that's it. You know, it wasn't that big a deal. And get out okay, the water. Uh-huh. So. So 140-something mile race. 140.6. 140.6 miles. Yeah. And only two point whatever was swimming? Four. Yeah, was swimming. Damn, okay. Yeah. All right, and, so uh, that's a lot of biking and running. So, yeah, man. So Okay. So I get on the bike. And, you know, like, passing people up was super cool, right? Because a lot of these cats would be old, you know? Yeah. Maybe yeah. have, like, some cranky knees and yeah. ankles. And the 33. I, I get it, you know? Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, that dude, the grandfathers, you know? And man, I tell you what, you know, passing them up, right, and like realizing that, you know, even though they had a cool bike, you know, I had, I had what, twenty one. So you know, it's, just, it's, yeah. it's different, man. So you look, you do what the Lord gives you, what you got, man. You do what you got. And uh, so you know, I'm I'm riding, and like eighty miles into this thing, right, I'm on some freaking hill in the middle of Florida, and I just see this this like this orange tree thing bush and, and i'm like dude what the heck like a burning bush in my no it or like the fruit orange no it, it wasn't like you know like god the father coming down in a sense but it was just an orange right on some random hill in florida yeah and i you know at mile number 80 and i can't even feel my legs at that point dude i'm like i don't know what the heck i'm doing you're seeing you know and i told like whoever was around me even on the bike i don't know if they were listening but i was like dude I don't, this is nuts. Here's a guy know? with the cutoff shirt and the Nike shorts and a $1,300 bike, and these people are like, can this guy stop talking to me? I'm trying yeah. to, I'm, I'm in Iron Man now. Exactly. They Joseph's were just walking mode. around being like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, I was like, dude, this Do you is, see that orange like, tree? What are we doing? Yeah. You know, that's literally <laughs> what I was saying out loud. People would look at me. I know people heard it. They deny yeah. it, you know, but anyways, people nowadays, man, but they're good. People are beautiful, though. But anyways, <laughs> see, you know, man, I kept going, and, and I'm getting to the end. Right. And like there's this woman who's I'm talking 55 years old. OK. Uh-huh. And I see her 
grandmother. Dude, she's booking it. She is booking it. Like, you know what? I got to catch that backdraft. Right, because yeah. like when you're sitting in someone's, someone's Get behind her. Oh yeah, dude, they're breaking go. all the wind for you. Yep. Easy, right? And uh so you know, this woman starts to catch along what for like the past nine miles riding behind her of what I'm doing, right? She's doing all the all the pushing in a sense and I'm just kinda back there chilling, like, you know, yeah. and, and she kinda looks back and she keeps looking back, right? And she knew what I was doing. I was like, okay, you know what? I'll be courteous. Because you got to be kind of close to, yeah, I, to hit that backdrop. Exactly. I was like, you know, I'll be courteous. I'll come in the front. And so it was cool, man, because, like, you know, I took the win. I took the – we were broken, like, 22 miles an hour, you right. know? And so I take the win. And uh, and so we finished the race together, you know? Like, we get off the bike. And it was cool. I, yeah. She took, like, the first nine miles. I took, like, the last three. You know, we did good. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, and uh, – but I tell you what, man, being on them hills in Florida and like on the downswing on some of them, bro. Oh, yeah, you're fast. Dude, huh? hitting like 34, 36 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. You know, knowing one wrong move. Yeah, that's it, buddy. You know, like it it was cool. They got this documentary on YouTube. I'm a, I'm a, I'm the tangent tangent king just to let you know. But uh they had this documentary on YouTube that I found about these guys in like Vancouver, Vancouver. Vancouver, British Columbia, I think that do these like downhill races with shopping carts it's these homeless guys you sure not joking the biggest hill they can find a bomb wavy hill whatever road and it turns and stuff like that and they get on the back they lock their feet into the bottom of the cart and they're standing on the back of the cart right and they just lean forward and put their arms as close as they can to the front corners of the grocery cart they just get in for the ride and they got one leg out for braking and one leg's on right and so they can steer just by leaning. And they're, they're home, like, you have to be homeless to do it. Like, only homeless people are doing it. Yes, but it's, I don't think it's a criteria. Uh -huh. I think it just happened to be these homeless dudes that were doing it. Now, the documentary only followed about five or six of them, all different ages, right? Usually they're drunk, usually they're high, you know, right. tough on the streets type guys. Sure. And, uh, but they, they pulled up. And the guy doing the documentary is like in a wheelchair, like, like, you know, bad, like, like no legs in the wheelchair type guy. Right. Yeah, yeah, He's not yeah. just like paralyzed. He was looked like he was always been in a wheelchair. Like from the war or something like that. No, 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 no. Like, like he's got, he's got legs, but they're like, they're twice as small as they should be for his body, right? Oh, sure. But I, so I don't know what the, they didn't go into it. I'm just saying, but like when you look at him, you're like, he has to be in a wheelchair, hmm. right? Like he's never going to walk, not even no crutches, nothing Damn. like that. And he was like, well, man, I've been doing all this filming with you. Like the only way that you're going to get like trust, like I got I to gotta go down and bomb this hill with you. No way. So they put him in the grocery cart and then fly down the hill. The dude who couldn't walk? The dude who couldn't walk. He was directing the documentary. Wow. So he bombs the hill with these guys, and they're in the back of a truck, like they're in the truck, like following them, filming yeah. this, and they're getting up to like fifty-five. Whoa, I think sixty miles an hour, bombing these hills, these big old hills in in Canada. So I just wanted to say, in shopping carts, in shopping carts. So I, I would think you're probably going a little bit faster than you think you was going. You had that's a, crazy. You had an odometer or speedometer on your bike, dude. I had to have been faster than homeless people, dude. That's what I'm saying on a bike. Yeah. So I'm saying on some of these hills, you you probably were hitting because if not, I feel like I'd need to go back just to say that I was going fast. Yeah. After this show, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you a quick clip of them on the, these grocery carts. 
It's nuts. I'd be scared out of my mind. There's no brakes on a grocery cart. Yo, you got your feet. That's what you said. Yeah, your feet is your right. brakes at 55 miles an hour going oh, downhill. Yeah. That's true. In traffic, there's that's, other cars yeah. on the road. Whoa, that's crazy. There's no steering wheel. No? No. It's a grocery cart. Yeah, but you have gravity. I mean, come on. You know, but no, I get, I get what you're saying. Dude, it's nuts, though. Right. I'm not saying it's better than Iron Man stuff. I'm just saying that sure. you think you were only going 30-something miles an hour. Yeah. I think you was going a lot faster okay. down these hills. You were probably really bombing these hills. Granted, it was Florida. Canada's probably got a lot more hills. Yeah. But still, you were probably bombing it pretty good. Yeah. Pretty I good heard speed. their national anthem recently. It's like, Canada's? Oh, oh, Canada. Oh, Canada, yeah. That's all I know. That's all I know, too. Yeah. I don't even know the tune. I just know it's okay. Canada. Right. All right, so you finished the race with this chick, right? Well... I mean, I guess you could call her that. For the race. She's like 55. But, yeah. And, uh, yeah, man. So, you know, at that point, kind of get back. What's our mile marker at now? So, at this point, we are at what's 2.4 plus 112.4, whatever. You're at 120 miles. Yeah. All right. So, you got another 120 miles to go. Nah, dog. I'm at at 80-something miles, and I have 26 point, like, two miles left to go because that's you got to finish it with the marathon so it's 2.4 in the water 112 on the bike get off the darn bike and you got to run 26 right and uh oh it's 140 yeah 140 i was, I was thinking 240 okay 140 yeah, left yeah. yeah okay i mean 140 total i'm with you sure it's got and, 80 um, left and man i get off that bike and it's super weird getting back to gravity right because like when you're on the bike you're you're on this like cyclical literally like your legs are going in circles right yeah. and so when and you get smooth. when you get on gravity dude everything just felt super and you just weird. came off the swim getting on the, the bike swim, right i have sweat like dried on my body like like four layers of it you know yeah and man i get on the ground and i get on my shoes were you able to stand on the first try dude nah, i was stumbling you know it i can was imagine like a 2 a.m kind of deal dude i and but i had to figure out how it's to do like it when you sit on the toilet too long oh yeah everything goes and then numb. you try and get up right and it's yeah, hard. you just can't do it you know yeah. yeah and uh you know so i'm, I'm kind of like walking but it's it's weird because my limbs are hurting me physically with yeah. every step i'm taking oh you know and and the fickleness of my humanity is starting to settle in hard mm. when I was back to gravity and my feet were on the ground. Not to say I was somewhere up in the air with the bike, but mm. but still. You were up like in the air with somewhere on the bike. Foot, yeah. uh, step after step, taking you know one foot in front of the other was literally like, you know, I don't know how the heck I'm supposed to do 26 miles of this <clears throat> and make it in the time. You know, so I said a little proud, like Lord Jesus, baby Jesus, help me because I need it. You know, <laughs> sweet baby Jesus. And uh, so, what was your time at this point? Do you remember? So at this point, I think I'm at like, I think I'm at like ten hours. You know, I'm on ten hours, eight hours on that dog bike. Ten hours and, before uh, you even get to the running part. Yeah, dude. And um, you know, the sun's kind of setting and it's hot. And so I start running, man, and. There was this very clear moment, and it's something I will remember for the rest of my life. But it started raining, and Whoa, uh, the sun was down, and the cold started to settle in. Yep. Right. So my body went from hot to cold immediately. Right. I can only imagine the pressure in your head. Shivers down my spine, mm-hmm. and in one moment, I just I wanted to cry. I wanted to quit. Like, I wanted to keep going as hard as I could, dude, yeah. in one emotion. And I was like, Lord, like, I 
I don't know what I'm doing. And, um, you know, I was like, man, I don't have anybody here. Like, you know, I didn't come up with anybody. My mom, I guess she's somewhere, but it's like, you know, blessed mother, I need to see my mom now. Or else, like, I'm not going to be able to do this. Like, how lonely is this race? Even though you're with a whole bunch of people, man. It's, it's you. It's you against the it's, race. It's, it's a sense it's survival of the fittest. Wow. Right. It's like you're doing you. And um, and man by nature, we, I'm learning in, you know, different um, philosophical teachings. Man by nature is communal. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was very much a part of a community, but you're doing it by yourself. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I was like, blessed mother, I just, I need to see my mom now. And granted, dude, they're 100 miles at this course. Right. Yeah. So, like, people are everywhere. I don't know where my mom was, but I kid you not, it was pouring down rain. And about 30 seconds after I prayed that prayer, I'm running, and I see my mother, like, <laughs> 40, 50 <laughs> feet in front of me. Yeah. And old girl is praying the rosary. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And getting soaked. She's beautiful. Like, her hair is just, like, all wet, like, just... And, you know, not under any tent because she didn't know body and, you know, she yeah. knew body. people had tents there and she was just waiting for me, you know. That's and nice. I tell you what, man, like simply seeing my mom, hey, mom, love you, you know, getting that quick, you know, touch of the hand. That's while I was running. Yeah, that's that's what helped me finish that race, man. Wow. You know, because I, I was about done. I was about done yeah. mentally. And um, I was like, all right, now I, I got 13 miles left. Like, let's go. Yeah. You know. And uh, I didn't see her. Sen- I didn't see her to the end of the race, right? And um, so I was running, taking it mile by mile. And man, I started to feel energized. Like, dude, you're coming to win. the end. You're coming to the end. Do it. You know, like you spent all this time tra- training for what? I don't even know why. God, I don't know why I'm doing this. You mm-hmm. know, but I'm doing it. And um, yeah, man, I saw this this dude. He was like really booking it He's from the army. He's like, I think he was the navy. Yeah, and. Uh, so I start I start trailing with that guy and dude we're running it together and we're keeping up and it's coming to the end of the race man and you know at this point it's 15 hours in right and my time was 15:03 and um, that last mile was up and you know I'm running and like you just you feel victory close right like I've I've beat all the cutoff times because if you don't make the cutoff times, you get disqualified. Yeah. And I feel victory close. And I'm like, all right, here we go. Mm-hmm. And um, But the the thing was strange because I didn't want to stop. Yeah. But I wanted to quit, but I didn't want to stop. Yeah, I like, no, I understand. This has been freaking awesome. Yeah. But the most, you know, humbling process of my life physically in one day. Um, and I come to the end and, like, people are there like, oh, like you know, you did it. And you got this red carpet rolled out and like, you know, you got the Timex clock and, you know, you see your time. And across the finish line, people throw a ribbon over my my neck and stuff. And it's like, oh, cool, sure. But, you know, I tell y'all what, whoever the heck is listening to this. Something very clearly that I realized brought to my spiritual direction, you know, about finishing that race. Mm-hmm. My spiritual director talked to me, so I can't take it from him, Dawn. But, you know, he told me, he's like, hey, man, so... You know, imagine if you had to do that race, right? Imagine if you had to begin that race with people spitting on you mm-hmm. and kicking you down mm-hmm. and saying, hey, you know, get up from that, right? Punching you in the face, scourging you, right? Like, 
literally lashing my body. Yeah. Right. What about if people were doing that to me and I was told to go out there and finish that race? Dude, I, I tell you what, William Bennett. I couldn't make dude, it a half mile. Dude, nothing. There would have been zero. Ze- I'm not even, I, I know definitively, it, I would have had a 0% shot yep. of making that race. Period. Yep. Right. And that's that's what the big man did for us. That's crazy, dude. You know, man. So I had a little taste of that. And for that, I'm thankful. And for it, I'm quite frankly going to always be in awe. Yeah. Right? The fact that he had to do all that. Um, Puts it in perspective what we, our first world problems, right? Yeah. What we complain about, what's rough for us. Yeah. You know, that's nuts. You know, and I got back home, I was like, man, I freaking love these people. Yeah. You know? Because I, 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 felt, I felt like I was kind of knocking on the door of of death, you know? I was far from it, but I was knocking on it. Yeah. It, it's, it's a weird Well, there's me. a lot of quit in that. There's a lot of quitting that can happen, and I think it's, um, it's justified by society. Iron Man's tough, man. You did good. Oh, you finished it in this time? Good for you. You know, you, you oh, you got this far? That's good. Maybe next time you'll finish or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's uh, it's understandable that you might not finish. So that perseverance to continue on, to push through, mm-hmm. is nuts. Well, there was no way. I'll, I'll be very honest. My my philosophy, be- for better or for worse. Yeah. That's just what it was. Either I'm going to die trying doing this, and or I'm going to get that. it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So when's your next race? Well... We'll see, we'll see. But I'm, I don't think I'm done. Really? Um, nah. The That's other day, the other do you day, remember our conversation we had about a week after that race? What's that? I said, "Hey, when's your next race?" Jokingly, and you yeah. said, "Dude, I'm never doing that again." Yeah, but time has gone by. Yeah, right? you, time has You've gone healed by. a little bit. You've forgotten yeah. the pain a little yeah. bit. I did. I hit a twenty miler the other day. I felt really? pretty good, man. How do you train for hills in Louisiana? You just go to the levees on the South Shore or something? Dude, you just go everywhere. Yeah. We ain't got no hills. You just keep going up and down. Dude, up you got down. roads. These back roads over here in St. Benedict. Yeah, you know, you're right. We got some back roads over it here. It kind of dangerous when you run alongside 18-wheelers, you know. Yeah. But uh, you just do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. Yeah. Dude, that is nuts. So how's the heart? You still leaking? So, yeah, man. Um, about that, that's kind of the thing you don't really hear, right? So I couldn't hold down food. Mm-hmm. I guess you can interpret what that means, right, for the next, like, two days. Well, your body naturally, uh, just simply at rest, is is producing around, like, 200 enzymes, mm-hmm. right, on, on average. Yeah. Your muscle breakdown simply from walking, from sitting down. Yeah. Um, well, uh, your enzyme level is, is supposed to be around 200. You hit a hard workout, maybe get up to 300, but it's going to go back down because your body heals itself naturally. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. And... Um, so I, I, I keep kind of, you know, throwing up and stuff. My mom's like, you know, you should get to the hospital. I was like, no, Mom, I don't want to go to the hospital. I'll make it home to New Orleans. Yeah. And so we're driving. I had to roll down the window. I threw up out the window. I was like, you know what, Mom, maybe you're right. I got to go to the hospital. <laughs> and uh, so we get there, and uh, these people are like, oh, Mr. And it's, it, it was swarmed. University of Florida. Yeah. Like, it's the coolest freaking place. Like, we saw the swamp, everything. Yeah. And um, and I get in the I, I get in the ER room, right? And these people are like, oh, why are you here? I was like, well, because my mom wants me to be here, right? I don't need to be here. Yeah, I don't need yeah. to be here. And I'm like, okay, well, what would you do? I was like, well, I just did this Iron Man. I was like, what's that? I was like, well, I'm a little tired. They're like, well, would you do? like, how far did you go? I was like, well, 140 miles. They're like, what the? Yeah. yeah. You know? 
And uh, so they're like, okay, well, you know, we'll just do a quick blood sample, and you just wait out here in the waiting room. Yeah. And, you know, Saturday morning, dude, they're like, 60 kids I mean you know they're Coming back from a Friday night yeah. Obviously Dude they're like 60 kids All kind of people Waiting to get in the hospital And man These people like Within two minutes Come get my mom and I They're like Okay Miss Rivera You need to come back Here the heck with us Oh now. crap And so they get me On like the bed To me that's scarier Than the race Yeah well I was I was chill You see cause When you don't see anything You're like okay You know maybe you're Yeah right. Yeah you no I understand that and um, so apparently you're supposed to be around 200, right? Your enzyme level. Uh huh. Well, I got there two days after the race, and uh, my numbers were around 18,600. Jeez. Yeah. Jesus. Right. So, and the doctor told me that if I would have, if I would have been stubborn, right, which I'm good at doing. Yeah. Yeah, I probably would have had organ failure. God. Whatever gracious. comes next from that, if I would have gone to New Orleans. Yeah. And um, so I had to spend five days in the darn hospital, and. Uh, Got to know those nurses and doctors really darn well. Yeah. You know, and and I tell you, from not from going 140 miles and not being able to move, man, it was uh it's kinda aggravating. Yeah. You know? But you, dude, you finished. Yeah. Your first one. Yeah. That's that's the thing that's crazy to me is that perseverance, dude. Cause I I wish I had that fight in me. I but do look, with some stuff, but man, geez, God, that's amazing. But you know what, though, man? I think you would be surprised at how much your body, what you're capable of doing with the right amount of training to do it. You would be surprised, William. I, you know what? I, I don't deny that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, I, I, just, I just Googled something real quick. I just wanted to say, what's the percentage of people that finish Iron Man? And it says, why do so many middle-aged men die during Ironman competitions? That's the first link that pulls up. Wow, that's horrifying. So, uh, yeah, that is horrifying. All right, third link, actually. It looks like it might answer. A uh, number of folks who complete an Ironman, what start? Register? Man, these people just get too. It varies by venue, but I think the average DNF, which stands for did not finish or do not finish, uh, is about 10%. Surprisingly low. People train for it, man. Yeah. You know, and look, you got some, some big boys running out there, too. And uh, granted, you're like, wow, how could people yeah. move like that, you know? Some positive news. 5% in this one area. That's crazy, man. Dude, you finished, brother. You could have been part of that percentage. Now, it doesn't say that they... You know, it says did not finish, you know. It didn't say disqualified either. So I wonder if there's a difference, you know. Mm. Uh, someone that maybe doesn't make the time, you know. Maybe right. the DNF is someone that gives up and says, you know, I'm out. You know, I don't know what that, I don't know what that means. Yeah. But, dude, that's, that's nuts, man. I, one, thank you so much for coming and, like, just even, like, being a part of that. And, oh, like, dude, to talk pleasure, about man. that. Pleasure. That's a crazy story. Mm. I'm looking forward to your next race I'm gonna let you know but for now I ain't doing not a darn thing <laughs> Joseph thanks for coming on thanks for sharing with us um, Joseph is not on social media people because he's got a flip phone he's old school so you can't follow him that's right but I'll keep you updated on his progress with the next race right cool and remember, you find Jesus in the yes, trees. That's awesome. Before you go, you got something cool coming up in April. 
April 27th, man. Let, let's talk about that real quick. Dude, it's free. Bring your mama, your kids. Your, well, I don't know. It's eight through young adult. Yeah. And I tell you what, man, for one purpose only, for you to be there and be with Jesus. That's right. Awesome. So, Mary Queen of Peace, Catholic Church in Mandeville. 6.30 p.m. 6.30 p.m., April 27th. Cool band. Cool band, candlelit uh, adoration and, and mass. pastries from the Knights of Columbus. Pastries from the Knights of Columbus. And Homeboy says it's free. Joseph Rivera speaking at the night, as well as Joe Bass. Joe Bass. Yeah. So, dude, thanks for coming. Um, come here, Joseph, speak at uh, Mary Queen of Peace in a month, April 27th. We'll, we'll hit it up on our social medias. Hope to see y'all there, cats. All right, dude, thanks for sharing, brother. Yes, sir. Peace. So good to have Joseph on. Joseph, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Um, listen, if you guys want to go and see uh, Joseph speak, April 27th is a Saturday, I believe, at Mary Queen of Peace Catholic Church in Mandeville. Mandeville! And uh, I think 630 uh, is the time to get there, but it's going to be pretty cool. It's going to be a little bit different than normal. They're going to have some worship music. They're going to have some good band out there, but it's going to be like candlelit. Adoration and candlelit mass sounds cool. I saw a really sweet flyer. Yeah, really so it's got a good flyer. It. It's called Cornerstone. Uh, but yeah, so Joseph is speaking there. So check that out. April twenty seventh. It's coming up very soon. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I'm William, and my name is Matt. And you can find us everywhere at that guy show. Really, just Instagram. We're omniscient. Yeah, no, not really. But Weissfuls Media, you can follow us there on Facebook because we just talked about how we don't post there. Um, go to WeisfulsMedia.com for blogs and more, which we actually have blogs. If you want to leave a comment or question to be on, to play it on the air, uh, hit us up. That guy show at WeisfulsMedia.com. That guy show at WeisfulsMedia.com. Or you can call 985-503-7867. I'm William. I'm Matt. This is That Guy Show. Peace. I know I will run through heaven's brilliant.